So, you all live in the Twin Cities, St. Paul and Minneapolis. Um, the date is July 20th, 1998. With hu for the humans, these are just two metropolitan areas bordered with, you know, a river, lots of lakes, nothing that strange happens here. I mean, yeah, we have a high crime rate, but who doesn't? However, for the kindred of these cities, uh, you are a Camry estate. Your prince is Samantha Moraine. She is a Toreador, and she is very old. The Adarchs have lately moved into the Minneapolis area, so there's a kind of dual state going on. And you know that you are surrounded by werewolf territory. Would you please introduce yourself, starting with Seamus? Why not you, Seamus? Oldest first. Okay. Age before So, <laughs> I mean, I'm literally trying to hide down myself. It's fine. You're uh, fine. I mean, surprise. Uh, <laughs> surprise ice cream. Yeah. Yes. Fine. Prepare for surprise ice we'll cream. start with the prettiest first. Fine, I suppose we're going beauty before age. Um, yeah, it's going to go beauty, stupidity, and then age. Ah, fair enough. I shall go first then, because I'm neither stupidity nor age. Therefore. Therefore. So, um, Calypso or Callie, um, Stoneheld is a Toreador of questionable origin um, turned to a kindred about six years ago and she is definitely uh, a Toreador likes painting and well pretty much everything beautiful and we'll see how she gets along with the rest of the coterie would our youngest member please introduce himself so Marcher Nosferatu uh, turned a week ago. I barely know anything about this life. Still learning, so it should be one hell of a roller coaster. Would it be fair to say you were born yesterday? Pretty much. <laughs> is our senile old man ready? Sure. What time is so, it? Hmm? What time is it? That's a good question. What time is it? Hmm. Anyway. Uh, what time is it? Seamus is a Malkavian. Uh, appears to be very, very sane and strange. Uh, kind of has a 1920s gangster vibe going on, but, uh, you know, dealing drugs, selling guns. But uh, don't try to sell people. That doesn't go well for you. Good to know. So, Seamus. There is an almighty pounding at your door. Mm. Night has just fallen, and you have just awoken. You have not had time to cut your hair. Please describe what you look like and what your reaction to this pounding on your haven door is. At this point, Seamus is getting up. He probably has shoulder-length black hair, kind of a darker hair, not really black. Um, obviously, he's in a suit, because I have money. Why not? But... 
this knocking on the door. Who is disturbing me so early? So I'll go check it out. There is a very tired, kind of middle-aged guy, you know, in some delivery guy outfit of, um, you know, your local postal service. And he has on a dolly right next to your door a very, very large box. This box is about six feet tall and about four feet wide. It is black except for where it is sealed with a wax seal in black wax, which you recognize. Shit. He says, sir, please sign for delivery. He just wheels it right into your doorway, pushes the box off of his dolly, and leaves because his shift ended two hours ago. I give him 50 bucks on his way out. He will thank you and leave. So uh, what is your reaction to this box? Can I eye this bitch up? What's it made of? Pine. Oh, a pine box. Not great. He sent me a body. Go grab a crowbar from somewhere in the utilities closet somewhere. I mean, I do have a warehouse. Uh, and to clarify, this is a house where one stores one wa- one's wares, not a house that transforms into another house. Yes. <laughs> Good. I may be working on that, but we'll see. Okay, deal with Bobby I, I gotta talk to the Tremere. No, you need to speak to the mages. But the Tremere might know how to get in touch with the mages. Well, you would know that there's a kind of cold war going on between our mages and our Tremere. Oh, yeah, I know that. But they might know how to get in touch with them without also dying horribly. This is true. So, but back to the current. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to open that box up. I'm going to need a strength and dexterity check from you. I mean, strength and dexterity? It's nailed shot very tightly. Oh, I thought you said it was sealed with. No, there is a wax seal on the center of the box. Oh, gotcha. It that is a seal sense. in black wax of a frowning theater mask. Oh. Yeah, keep that shit. All right, yeah. Let's see what it be. It is diff six. Add a die because you were actually using the correct tool for the job. Because I have the smarts. No, you just have money. And the smarts. You're a mobster with a crowbar. You know what you're doing. I'm not breaking kneecaps, don't <laughs> You have four successes, and that will very easily pop off for you. Inside, you see a body. Um, Big surprise. With a black leather jacket and coveralls on, uh, staked through the heart, and um, you see just for a second as you open the box, there are two things that happen. You see a ball of orange fur go flying past you and disappear into the darkness of a warehouse, and you see the tip of a scaly tail just fade into nothingness underneath the body's armpit. Hmm. The body has a sack over its head, uh, so you can't quite see what their face would look like. Does it smell bad? It smells like the sewers. Fantastic. Now my warehouse smells like shit. Um, yes. From 
the tippy top of the sack over its head to the toes of the beat up black leather combat boots is covered in a mysterious liquid. This is definitely a gift from our friend Shade. There is a note pinned using the stake to the body's chest. Tear it off and take a look. It says, I am cashing in on that minor boon that you owe me. And I, uh, if you take care of this child of mine, I will owe you a major boon. Please sign here to undertake the accounting of Archer. Look at him. Boy, you stink. So what would you like to do? I'm going to take the bag off his head, take the stuff out of his pockets, make sure he doesn't have anything to shoot me or stab me when he wakes up. Okay, so what you find in his pockets is a flip pocket knife, a combat knife on his belt, and his wallet. Okay. I'm checking pockets in the wallet. See if there's ID, if there's money. There's no ID... There is an IOU from the local bar. <laughs> and um, the wallet feels a little off to you. Okay. So I would need a... How do I want to qualify this role? Wits and investigation? Yeah, I think a wits and investigation diff 5 would do, a, would do for me. That would probably be enough. Inside, you pull a stitching that looks like it's stitched together part, and there's a compartment with a picture that's wrapped in saran wrap. The picture is a school picture of about a 12-year-old boy. Standard difficulty. Okay. While Seamus is examining this wallet, what is our Toreador up to? Oh, our Toreador is... Well, it's the beginning of the night. Yes. So she is probably, you know, rousing herself um, and starting the very slow process of getting ready for Toriador. She rises from velvet and goes to put on her robe so she can start putting her makeup on so that all the fallout doesn't touch her clothes. That would be a problem. 
Um, her room smells like hmm, probably cinnamon tonight. She has a couple of her favorite scents. But. Very interesting. There's a knock at your door. Hmm. I wave one of my ghouls to answer it. Your girl returns to you, leading another ghoul that you recognize. He is a tall man with jet black hair, with beautifully done eyeliner, hmm. and an a red suit. Oh, that's um, wearing red. He passes you a purple rose with a note attached to it. I take the rose, but... I do discard it onto the floor very quickly after taking it. Um, just focused on the note, because the rose is almost insulting at this point. Very well. Uh, it is written on pink paper that looks like it may have been made from rose petals. Um, it's still pink. It is written in gold ink. And um, it has that scent of blood and roses that okay. you're so familiar with. And it says, the prince awaits your arrival at midnight. Don't be late. She kind of just folds the note up, sets it on her um, stand, I guess. And she'll look at the ghoul and say, you may return to your master and let her know that I shall arrive. And you may take this rose with you. You know this is not the right color. Very well. So, Seamus, three successes? Looks like it. So, what your eyes show you is a child covered in blood and bruises, curled up in a corner. It's the same child from the picture, just a few months older. And it shows you a pair of boots, black boots. Well, Stinky, it might be your one and only night. So. Stinky. What do you do? I will draw my pistol. Please describe your pistol. Wonderfully ornate, 1911. And the handle is ivory and obsidian crafted together as part of the handle. <coughs> Plated in titanium. And I will take this gun and I will shove it right up under his chin. And with the other hand... Hold the stake. Archer, you awaken to see a very scary man with shoulder-length black hair in an impeccable suit standing over you, holding a stake in one hand and holding a gun that is under your chin in the other. Seeing him freaks me out. Like, no questions asked. Like, just freaks me the fuck out. All right, make me a self-control check. Uh-huh. That would be three dice. Three successes. <clears throat> Alright, you barely hold yourself together, but you do maintain control of yourself, and you are not terrified to the point of, you know, fleeing or attempting to do something stupid. Hey, hey James, how close are you to his face when he wakes up? Um, are you like a respectful couple feet, or are you like in no, like face? No, I am gonna find like that this? uncomfortable. Like I don't care about your personal space. Nice. Close. 
I have a gun in his face. I don't think I care about respectful distances. Okay, so like he's like yes. his eyes, his oh, eyes yeah. radiate this cold, unfeeling rage. Everything about the man, just you know that you're in danger. Oh yeah, but I can't go anywhere. I'm in a box. Yeah, you're in a box. I have a steak that's just barely out of your heart and a gun basically in your mouth. Yes. So. As you wake up, watch you panic for a second. You would see a smile across my face. Who's the boy? What? Toss the steak, pick up the picture, show it to you. You didn't. Mm mm. Who's the boy? It's my brother. You beat your brother, huh? What? I saw. I know. to see a scar like this and I pull my shirt down just enough to see the scar of a mm. going from the collarbone to just under the left chest. So somebody beat you, you beat him? Can't fight back? Our father beat us both. Oh. And then I kind of shoved the gun a little closer in the bottom of the jaw. Yeah, lying to me, all right, boy. <laughs> At this point, I have no choice but not to lie. That's a good answer. And he will hand you the picture, pull the gun out, and go, You need a change of clothes in the shower. You smell like shit. Also, apparently I'm your babysitter now, so, uh, yeah. Closet over there. Decent clothes. Should fit you. You're not, yeah, you're a little bigger than me. They'll fit weird, but yeah, they'll fit. So as he steps out of the box, to go shower. There's another note behind him. Fuck. I pick it up. It's probably gross, so I kind of hold it away oh, from Oh, yes. It, it is covered in slime. Ugh. It's summoning you to Elysium. Tonight, at midnight. I instantly pull my watch out of my pocket, open it up, and it is... It is 11 o'clock. Boy, you got about 10 minutes to shower. We got to go. Also, welcome to the cult, boy. <laughs> 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 what? Just take a shower. You smell like shit. Yeah, I suppose I do. I've been in the sewer for a week. So as or you... However long it's been. What would you know. do with the box? Well, that box? I'm gonna close that motherfucker right back up and keep as much of that stink in there as I can. So as you're closing the box, um, just as it's about to fit shut, um, you hear a squeak... And all of a sudden, a gator about, you know, five to, well, maybe about a foot long, just appears out of nowhere, with his tail stuck in between the lip of the box and the cover. Oh. Just kind of open a little bit more. uh, It kind of hisses at you and scuttles away into a corner, and you notice that you can't see it anymore. You already got pets, that's interesting. Hmm. So where would you go next, Seamus? Well, now I need to go shave before I have to go see the prince, because, ugh, I was doing reading tonight. Fuck. (laughs) And I check my watch again. It is a minute later than you checked it last time. I figured. All right. And, uh, yeah, so I I tell you as I'm leaving the room, don't leave the room. Here's your change of clothes. I'll be right back. So I'm going to get cleaned up. What would you have done with his clothing? 
uh, I will tell him to put it in a separate box and they will be cleaned and taken care of. Very well. <laughs> you would notice as he walks past you on the back of his jacket, um, there are a few punk patches, but there's also union patches basically leading in a path from Green Bay to the Twin Cities. Ah. And you would clearly see that he is a welder. Was a welder. Um, there's also a backpack in the bottom of the box. Yes. Hard to weld when you're terrified of fire. That's why I was a welder. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you go and shave. Yes. Shave down the side, shave the back, keep that top nice and long. Slick back, as always. Make sure everything is where it should be on my suit. You know better than to come before a Toreador as a mess. Exactly. <laughs> I even make myself smell nice because I know that overpowering sense is not going away in the shower. <sighs> I do shower and I use as much soap as I can. I probably have that like liquid gojo shit. But, oh yeah, and I just for yeah and the I'll industrial yeah, soap. Yeah, yeah. The, the stuff for mechanics. It's mm-hmm. basically sand. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's sand that kind of smells orange. Like yes. it's supposed to, but like it smells like no. <laughs> I started putting that on, just scrubbing the shit out of trying to at least and, and like I said, when Seamus gets back, if you're still in the shower, he's like chop chop, let's go. We need to be in front of the boss. I so ch- I change. Is Come there out. any other order of business we need to take care of before we leave the haven? <sighs> If he's still in the shower and I still have a little bit of time, I'm going to give him a quick rundown of what he needs to do. Well, I'm, just, well, I'm out of the shower yeah. now. I'm just changing. And... I would hope so, because Seamus trying to talk to somebody in the shower is a little odd. Nah, it's Seamus. has zero boundaries. Okay. He was this close to my face. In the 20s. That's different than bugging someone while they're say, naked. Also, okay. <laughs> also, in the early aughts and, you know, up to the 20s, Lots of people used to shower together all the time. Like, think YMCA showers, yeah, where they're just fair. spigots coming out of the wall. Fair. Yeah, so like, eh. <clears throat> Well, you do notice he now smells very faintly of shit and citrus. But oh, not quite I as will, bad. I will cover you in some fucking cologne to hopefully cover that stench. I know it's not gonna work, but like... It's a waste of like $20 worth of cologne I don't point. even care. Okay. That's 20 bucks. You will notice that he still has gigantic fangs. And I kind of look at you and go, you might want to put them away. Uh, I don't know how. Oh, you're, oh, you're fucked, boy. All right, yeah. That makes sense with who you are. All right. So, what? Come, don't worry. I, this will make sense to you in like a week uh, after I've had some time to actually talk to you. First order of business, when we get to where we're going, you shut the fuck up unless somebody talks to you. Like, so treat it like a job site. Got it. Uh, treat it like you're talking to God, because... Well, I don't give a fuck about him, so... I will beat that into you as well. Anyway, um... <laughs> treat see... it like a job site. Shut up and do the job. Yeah. You see a lady in a red dress, or really anything red, she does change it up sometimes. Uh, red or black. Yeah. Uh... Really, really. Watch you do what you do. Got it. No, 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 no. I do different. Uh, Really bright red hair on your knees. Like, yeah. Otherwise, uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. 
And the the lady with the the hair. Your grace. Your grace. Your grace. What are we fucking England? That's the prince. Like I said, pretend you were on your knees in front of God. Because as far as you're concerned now, that is God. Let's go. And then he would kind of lean over. What kind of music do you listen to? Uh, all kinds. Inside that backpack, you found a case, a plastic case full of cassettes. There's some Duran Duran. There's, I, oh, yeah. No, instantly, Seamus goes, oh, that new shit. Yeah, this is 98. Duran Duran is old by now. And he's still like, oh, yeah, that new shit. Yeah, let's go. Puts that in. And we get into a Mercedes-Benz, I think it was an E55. Just looking at the car, I go, that is way too nice of a car for this fucker. Uh, yeah, it's probably worth about four times what you'd make in a year. Let's go. Uh, can you drive? Not well. All right. Backseat then. We hop in. Hopefully you don't stink up my car. Come in. Okay, I got people. For Your that. car smells faintly. I've got people. Of for sewer. That. I've got people for that. It's fine. I'll just pay to get reupholstered whenever. All right. Since you are going through traffic, I am going to need a drive check. Dex and drive. Unfortunately, I think it's just going to be my Dex. <laughs> I love how you put your sheet together. To be fair, when you were young, there probably weren't cars. There so. were cars. But for there, weren't a lot, there also weren't a lot of cars on the road, so right. I could be like, and just drive. You wouldn't out. have to remember what your dex is, would you? Uh, two or three. You are rolling two dice. Uh, as the kids say, yeet. <laughs> sure, the kids totally say yeah, yeet. You know, the, the youth or whatever, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure yeet was a thing back in 1998. It wasn't. Yeah. That's the joke. Let's see if it'll roll. It will not. Right, that's why I was having to just roll dice. Um, Alright, 2d10. Yup. Well, you get a success. Perfect. I don't crash my car. Yep. You you get be a there. Very short chronicle if y'all just um, died. Um, you you should be really house. really glad that um, I rolled that physical dice because you got a one and a six. You would have had zero successes. Oof. All right. When you spend, we'll got it. So as we pull into the parking lot of the art museum you will notice that there is a black armored limousine and no other vehicles that's bad news that's really bad news why yes, is that bad news you would know that the prince only drives this limousine when there's trouble there are seven armed guards outside of the art museum aren't there usually like four and they are in full Tactical gear. I would, uh, Seamus would lean his head back. Who'd you piss off? I, I, I don't know. I've been, remember, I don't even know what this is. Remember, we get out, you don't talk. <laughs> gotcha. And I can barely even look at him. <laughs> yes, you are terrified of this man. 
Yeah. He's smiling at you, though. No. <laughs> Kelly. It is about 11.30. 11.30? I've probably been getting ready for a half hour. Yes. Um, but realizing that I probably don't have time to become even barely presentable, I will do just the bare minimum that any Toreador needs. Um, makeup, clothes, jewelry. And obviously some sort of scent. Um, yes, so she will don a black evening dress, um, sleek, one that is strapless and shows off the tattoos on her arms. And then she will don silver earrings that come down to a point at the end. Um, these... Yeah, she also will put on her dagger um, just under her dress, kind of like in one of those thigh holders, like just above where the slit in her dress comes up to so that you can't see it. Um, and then when she's feeling like she has literally no more time or she's going to be late to meet the prince, she will call her ghouls to her. Very well. Um, please describe your ghouls to us. Yes, so, um, uh, my ghouls are both very good-looking young men. Um, I wouldn't really have picked anyone else, probably. Um, one of them has dark hair and dark eyes, and one of them has blonde hair and blue eyes. But both are very, very attractive men. Probably about 25 to 27-ish. Um... They all the muscles are yes. All the muscles. All the, muscles. Um, the dark haired one has tattoos, the other one doesn't. Um, and they come um, dressed very well, but not as well as me. So like, yeah, they they're dressed well enough that anyone would expect the ghouls of a Toreador to be well dressed. They're your staff. Yeah, but they're not nearly as expensively dressed as I am. So. Well, your ghouls will just stand in front of you and wait their orders. Perfect. So, all right, you know the drill. I'm leaving to go meet with the prince. I need you to watch the place while I'm gone. Um, keep everything running smoothly. If anyone asks for me, I am indisposed. I will hopefully be back before dawn. Um, if not, you know what to do. And I start walking towards the door, but just before I get to the door, without turning around, I say, and if I scent one crackhead has been in my club while I am gone, God cannot help you. And I walk out the door. Very well. So, you're going to get into your vehicle. Would you please describe it? Yes. So, Callie drives a cobalt blue 1960s convertible Mustang. Beautiful. Yes. I will also need a Dex and Drive check. Cool. Let me see how many dice I'm rolling. Celerity might help you on that one. Celerity's gonna have to because otherwise I'm just rolling two. Yes. Normally she would have one of her ghouls drive her, but she really, really doesn't want any crackheads in her club. One success. You successfully get there. Okay. So, Seamus, as you and your new toy are stepping out of your vehicle, you hear the screeching of tires, and a blue convertible drifts into the parking lot, spins, and lands perfectly in a parking space. Damn, one success? I'm good at driving, guys. Well, you're very fast. 
Yes, it's your reflex. Well, to be fair, I was almost late, so I didn't want to be late. Precisely. To be fair, I do believe that the drive checks were for us to get through traffic without getting fucked. Not necessarily get here. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, the drive checks were for traffic. Gotcha. When you arrived, Kelly likes to make an entrance. Yeah, and just seeing the car instantly, now, Seamus is like... Okay. Now, Kelly, you will notice the same thing that Seamus has noticed. Seamus is there. There's a young man in black. You can't see his face. Um, he has his back to you and he has his head down. There are seven armed guards outside of the entrance and a black armored limousine. Hmm. No other vehicles. This does not bode well. No, this does not bode well. My Toreador mind instantly goes to, ooh, who got into shit? Precisely. And uh, why am I here? Because I'm almost positive her grace and I don't have a bone to pick right now. You never know. Your rival might have said something. Oh, that is true. Bitch. Okay. I exit the car and I walk towards the door. Very well. They will wave you through immediately. And you get a goofy wave from Seamus. Hey, good to see you here. I just kind of gracefully wave at him, not stopping. You know, the the first lady wave. Not, not quite like that, but, but it just like, eh, hello, but I, I'm not going to stop. I'm busy. Mm. Very well. Seamus. Yeah, time to go in. Okay. Mm. Good man. He learns quick. I like it. Let's go. Uh, Can I sort of just follow you heads down, kind of looking at the ground? Before we do walk any further, you got any weapons on you? Uh, just the knife that I was given by my sire. Yeah, keep that in the car. Oh, uh, okay. I just pull the blade out. And Pop the trunk, toss it in the top, back. Throw yeah. it in there. And it's like, yeah. It, uh, damages the carpet. Yeah, fuck it. Well, no, I can't, I didn't throw it in there, point down, I threw it in there so it kind of lands sideways, so. Alright, roll some decks for that. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> Why, so. <laughs> roll me some decks. You're describing very specifically how you throw something. Okay, so I need. Not really used to your new body. Just that straight is decks. True. Uh, we'll put it at d- diff four. Worst case scenario, I take it out of your allowance. One success. Um, you don't damage the carpet beyond repair. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, I assume you approach the guards. Oh yeah. Um, they will pat you down. And I show the knife and the gun. Do you need? They don't take anything from you. They pay extra special attention to him, though. Yeah, good boys. Appreciate it. Um, one of them does accidentally graze your watch, Shane. However, I stare at him like he might die, but I know who he is. He is not my property. He seems to shiver and take a few steps back. I feel that, dude. Mm. Did right. you speak? <laughs> Seamus would actually laugh at that one. And can I lean in? You get one freebie. <laughs> oh, and he's used it already. <laughs> Good man. So, we walk All in. Right. You walk in and head towards the elevators, I would presume. Oh, yeah, that's where we're directed. Oh, yeah. The door is just closing, it's not quite closed enough. Yeah. Hand All in right. door. Oh. <laughs> Hold up. 
Callie just kind of moves to the side slightly. Um, but you notice that uh, she's got a great big raven on her shoulder. Just standing in an elevator. With you would bird. know that this is a ghoul. Hey, bird. <laughs> bird just kind of like beady eye looks at you. Reach into a pocket, pull a cracker. I, I know that's usually Callie tri- instantly pushes your hand down. I don't want crumbs on my clothes, thank you. And he kind of reaches with his other hand as a perch, like, cracker? <laughs> the bird just stares at you and does not respond. It's a shame it eats it, then. <laughs> you now have crumbs <laughs> on your suit. <laughs> All right. While you're while you're brushing yourself off and flinging crumbs, Callie will move even farther. Oh, no, no, Seamus will turn away from you, like okay. probably at him and just. Okay. And I don't even. Even care. so, Callie gives go you like right a good as far away from you as she can get in the elevator. Mm. Like just not like into a corner, but like definitely distancing yeah, like, herself. This freaking guy. Yeah. I, I just go right for a corner in the elevator, away from, and just kind of... You would notice, Callie, that the young man that is accompanying Seamus has very prominent fangs, hmm. and his face is starting to get this pockmark-type scarring on it. Given that I have heightened senses, do I smell him? There is a very faint smell of shitress. Ugh. I turned to Seamus. Is this one yours? <laughs> no. Doing a... Doing a favor. Oof. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know how it is. You deal with favors and... Yeah, I do. You don't always get to choose. So, uh, who's this? Babysitting. Oh. Mm. I I think you perhaps forgot to change his diaper. He does smell... Oh, he smelled way worse. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Well, Took about 15 minutes in the shower with uh, the... Grindy soap? Mm. There's grindy soap. Oh yeah, mechanics. I'll I'll have to have something delivered to you, Seamus. This is not any way for a kindred to live. I have I have the money, believe me, on on the sandpaper in my mouth. (laughs) She just kind of like stops a little confused and will just like dignify, just try to be dignified and like kind of exit the conversation and go back to like staring at the elevator buttons. Mm -hmm. That Seamus completely missing this little cue though. He'll go. Kind of like cleaning a car. It, never mind. It, uh, <laughs> the bird just the bird turns, looks you dead in the eyes, and just caws right at your face. Hmm. You're a talkative one. Oh, by the way, uh, you're still waiting on your shipment this week, yeah? Yes. Okay. Same as always. Good stuff. Yes. Good, good. Also, we have a particular customer who wishes absinthe of the finest quality, if you can have that delivered as well. I assume we mean actual absinthe, not American absinthe, yes. <laughs> yes, Seamus. <laughs> Very good, yes, that can be easily done. Good. <clears throat> Ding! The crow is now staring and, at Archer and in the corner. Seamus will bow and kind of wave you forward. Kelly is trying not to look undignified, but she is a little bit uh, desperate to get out of the elevator with the citrus scent. Um, with her heightened senses, it's starting to, like, bother her. So she just, like, strides out of the elevator. Flanking the elevator are two more armed ghouls in even heavier armor with shotguns, and these shotguns have <coughs> ceramic barrels. Oh, hey! 
You boys are using my guns. Ah, yes. I love yes, it. Yes, you would recognize these guns. I love it. Also, please don't point that at me. My suit is very expensive and I don't... One of them um, kind of blocks your way for a moment and holds out his hand. It's Seamus pulls and shows the holster. I believe you have paperwork to deliver to me. Oh, I was thinking we were talking about gun. Oh, yes. Uh, he reaches into an inner pocket that's, you know, hidden, reaches in, pulls the paper, unfolds it, makes sure that's the right paper, reads it over again, turns it over, turns it back, makes sure it hasn't changed at all, and then hands it to him. Um, he takes it with great disdain because it smells like sewers. Yeah. And, and he will just tuck it into a folder. Yeah. <laughs> and put it away. I agree. And then they wave you through. Um, and I'm just following Seamus, head down, just looking They're at going the to keep their eyes very closely on him. Ah. Fair. Unknown quantity. Hmm. Yes. So, you walk into a room that is entirely red. Red velvet and silk, except for one wall. And this wall has a mural of the Twin Cities. And there's a woman standing in front of this mural. Her back to you, wearing a dress that shows off basically from the back of her neck down to about her waist. And there's intricate ink work, very old. You can tell this is ancient. Not done in America. Type markings. And she's painting and updating the newest building. She's painting, you would recognize this, um, as where you were welding the night that you died. She's painted in that structure with such a steady hand and attention to detail. She's wearing a red dress with a black lace overlay and immaculate jewelry. I will need a self-introduction. Yeah. Callie's gonna like this painting a little bit. It's the painting, what all it's the prince is wearing. Okay, self-control is... Uh, your, self virtue? your self control dice. Yeah, yeah, I have four self control dice. Um, Roll that shit. Once yes. we are close enough that I feel like we should probably be addressed soon, I'm gonna elbow Archer. You might want to knees, and then I'll kneel. But like, I tell you both knees. So you go down on one knee. And he goes to Oof. both. I assume. This might not. Oh, be I good. dropped as soon as he said that. <laughs> that is mostly because I fear you. I, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. You could have used a willpower to guarantee an auto success. Fair. So you'll notice that our Toriador becomes entranced. And I just look up and kind of go, no, it's not for me to mess with. No. Well, the prince is probably going to take that as a compliment. Honestly. The prince will turn around. She is a very beautiful woman. Pale, milky white skin, beautiful emerald green eyes, and flaming red hair. When she speaks, there's a faint hint of an Irish accent, which the storyteller will not attempt to replicate. That's super fair. Your storyteller is a youver. Your storyteller cannot replicate his accent. Yeah. So, <laughs> she will first turn to you, um, Callie. And she will very gently just walk up to you and touch you on the shoulder. Do I get to reroll? That should be enough to break your entrancement. You have been Fair. moved ever so slightly. Okay. Um, she comes out of the entrancement and says, ah, Your painting gets more beautiful every time I see it. I thank you. Now, I suppose you were wondering why I brought you all here. 
Who's in trouble? <laughs> well, this city is in trouble. Three oh. of my primogen council have gone missing, and the rest have hidden themselves. And Seamus will look over at Archer. Yes, you have been gifted a... Uh, it's a wonderful gift. A surrogate child. Mm. His uh, fuck-ups are yours, but so are his successes. And Seamus goes, you hear that, boy? Everything good and everything bad. And she'll motion at you to rise. And I kind of look up and kind of look kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, and like stand up, like a little rushed, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's... Kelly, this whole interaction has remained standing and looks completely like she wouldn't even consider kneeling at this point. She just kind of like looks sideways at you guys and you see a look on her face that you could almost read like, okay, the ends, I guess. Now, she will take a moment to speak to you about music and art. So what you guys will hear is them discussing the painting and the techniques that were used in this painting. What you will hear is... You are one of my most valued Toreador. I need someone to oversee this ragtag group that I have no choice but to put together. Hmm. I presume that you will not fail me. Of course not, Your Grace. She will smile and then she will address you. And so she will address all of you. Callie's like pretty pleased with herself that she's been acknowledged as valuable by the prince. And so she's like, ah, oh, yes, I'm gonna get, be able to, like, order some people around. People are gonna, like, recognize me as dignified in this court a little bit. Like, she's she's starting to be, like, pleased with how this night is going. Yeah, the little, the bird fluff. Like, yeah, just so a little bit. Yep. I see that our fourth member has not been able to join us. I suppose that since his primgen is one of the missing, he has already taken up the hunt. He will join you in a few nights' time, perhaps. Mm. Although I heard he was walking the sky paths. I don't know if he'll be joining us then. Are we talking of one of the blood witches? We are indeed. Oh, that's dangerous territory for them, yes? Very, but who else would take a Tremere Primogen? Valid point. Now, Calypso of Clan Toreador... Seamus, child of Malkav. He would even give a small bow. And Archer. Not yet recognized. Child of Shade. <laughs> you are now, well, you two and one other are a coterie now. You hear like a small, <laughs> not so small choking noise. <laughs> she just yeah. ignores it. <laughs> You begin to think that your rival may have had something to do with this. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on her anyway, because I blame everything. Your task is to find these three primogen, to find our Ventru, our Bruja, and our Tremere, and return them to me. In in Gaelic, because he's panicking a moment there, uh, Seamus would say, "Eh, what if we find dust? Then I trust you in Gaelic. She replies to you. Then I trust that you would dust the ones that dusted my council. Of course. You're great. There's always, and then directly to you, there's always room on the Primogen Council. Callie is just desperately trying not to let her 
inside emotion show on her outside face? I'm gonna need a wits and composure. Oh god. Okay, hold on. And after this <laughs> exchange in daylight, okay, Seamus will pull his watch out, look again, shut it, put it back. Doesn't actually care what the time is, just sure. like. It's 12.15. Where's my composure? <laughs> I can't find it. Find my wits. Are you sure it's not oh, conviction? Not a, I was gonna say that's not a. Oh yeah, that's a thing. That's okay, a conviction. Uh, no, it just a self-control. Probably. Yes, wits and subterfuge. Wits and subterfuge. Yeah, okay. I'm actually really good at that, so I'm gonna be rolling seven yes. dice. Yeah, you're trying to hide how you feel. Now you could spend yeah. a little power to do so. <laughs> yes. No, I think with seven dice I'll be okay. Probably. You're just trying to not make the, oh my god, how fucking dare you face. Yeah, I'm trying not to make the, I'm gonna vomit and kill somebody at the same time. Uh, one, two, three, four, four successes. successes. Sometimes you have to vomit on somebody to kill them, that's fine. You not success- if you're a Toreador. No, this is true. we don't, we, we, we don't vomit in public. Unless you have corrosive it. Yeah. But you successfully compose yourself before she looks back to you. Now, there will be <laughs> rewards for performing such such actions. Hmm. Court positions have recently opened up and you know I pay those who serve me well. This is a fact. Now on the matter of this child mm-hmm. take him with you and treat him as yours. Calypso looks to her grace and says, Surely the, the, the Nosferatu hasn't been recognized. He's not officially part of the coterie, is he? He's he is that. to be treated as Seamus's childer. He is under Seamus's accounting. Right, also, a major boon has been logged with our harpy. So paperwork was good. The paperwork has been completed. Wonderful. And she just turns around and goes back to painting. It is very clear that you've been dismissed. Yes. And uh, the second she turns, so does Callie, and they she just like strides from the room before she loses all of her composure and has to frenzy check. And to the elevator, <laughs> shuts the door. Yeah, yeah, holding the door closed button like. <laughs> yeah, no, go, go away. <coughs> I need a moment. Talk to you, you guys. right now, yes. And Seamus is going to kind of give you kind of the give slap in the back Spent of that left So side. much time in this court, and now I've got thrown into a coterie with a crazy and a child who's a. F- Excuse me. Disgusting I'm sewer very, rat. I'm very sane, thank you. He presents yeah. Ventru. Uh, he really does, bit, but they're all crazy. Even if when you can't I feel tell. that slap to the back of the head, I get yep. up and I keep my head down and just follow his foot. Like that's all I'm looking at is his feet. We're going to the stairs because not clearly the elevator's been taken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could attempt to slide down the elevator cable if you so desire. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That would be um, an expensive suit on. Yeah. That would be a new Malkavian character we would need. Maybe. All right. So, how do you go about finding the primogen? Well, I assume McCallie hasn't left the parking lot yet. No, but she is definitely on her way to her car. Like, I need moving to, her I, ass. 
I need to catch her before she gets to her car. You're probably gonna have to roll for dexterity then. If you're using No, but I got a good head start on you. Yeah, but I mean if you're doing even I'm not using celerity. celerity. No. These are old elevators, they take a while. I guess. Well how quickly can you get down the stairs? I mean we're vampires, we don't get tired. So you're just sprinting down the stairs in your suit? He takes it's off. A, I'm gonna. F- it's a battle suit. It is indeed a battle suit. It is woven to be. Yes. Bullet resistant. But they're not made for running. Like they don't. The pants don't stretch like for big legs. The, the gangster. Yeah, they gangster do. Ones? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're made for running because yeah, you're getting shot at. Yeah, they're made for the whole. Like they're even gotcha. mildly okay. changed a little bit. They still look really nice, but uh, they are very good for. They're tactical. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I see him take off, and I'm like, why is he... And I'm like, we need to catch the the bird. Yeah, we need to go. Um, As he says that, I just jump over the stairwell, and I basically hit the stair, like, railing. Uh, Roll me a dex athletics. Boy, you might just put yourself into a coma. Go for that. So, dex plus... What? At this point, athletics? Callie would probably just not care. So yeah, Dex is Dex and Athletics. <laughs> At diff seven. Three successes. Huh. All right. All right, so he makes me look bad. He barely does it. <clears throat> Still makes me look bad. So All I right. basically end on my knees at the end of the stairs. You get to the bottom, and then I finally, a couple minutes, like a minute or two later, come back to the fucking bottom. <laughs> We'll work on your exit. Uh, let's go. Kind of open through the door, wave to ghouls. You know, uh, has Callie been through? I imagine they're like, and point. And you I see just... a, a black dress fluttering in the wind mm. as she stops to her car in a very unladylike fashion. Yeah, at this point, she's just not happy. Seamus <laughs> will come screeching out the door. And they will Callie, stop hold you. the moment. Yes. Uh, and uh, hand you she's your stops, owner's she... weapons. <laughs> Did they take them, though? Oh, yeah, they didn't. That's correct. No, they took so them. Ha- nope, he didn't have anything on him. Oh, he didn't. No, I put it in okay. the trunk of the car. But they will still stop you. <clears throat> I stopped. I looked down. She stops moving, but that almost makes it worse because she's not breathing or anything. She's standing still as a dead person, and yes. she has not turned around. And now that, you know, the citrus is behind us a mm-hmm. bit, um, I will approach. You can say, almost feel yes, the anger radiating off her, whether or not she wants to just turn around and tear your head off, even, or... Even without using to. eyes of chaos, I can just... I know. Like, I can look at you and go, Okay. I, mm, no yeah. thanks. No thanks. Okay. I almost... Yeah, no thanks. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't get... Too terribly close because okay. I know how this goes. But uh, how would you like to approach this? We do need to find. And I'm not the best at investigating sometimes, but I can put together information occasionally. <sighs> she stays silent for a moment. Knowing how she feels pond- about She me hasn't had a minute to ponder what why this has happened because she's been so mad about the fact that it has happened. She takes a second to try and like calm down enough to think rationally. So she is going to notice that um which permagen are missing? It would be Ventru, Bruja, and Tremere. 
Okay. And, uh, Seamus, you don't feel at all bad about the Ventru being missing. Of course okay. not. That bastard. Uh, I mean, oh, it's a shame. It's truly a shame. Hmm. Well, none of those have anything in common. Do they have anything in common that we know of? Are those ones friends? Do they, they are members of the Primogen Council. Okay, because I know the Ventru and the Tremere aren't exactly best friends, and the Bruja and the Ventru are not best friends, for sure. Bruja and the Ventru surprisingly get along well. Yeah, but they don't spend time No one likes the Tremere Primogen. No one. Okay, so, okay. (sighs) The fact that Primogen council members have gone missing like this means somebody on the inside. Maybe. Or at least somebody who knows quite a bit. Because Primogens are usually pretty careful. So... So, actually, this is probably really dumb, and I like it already. Um, so you're very angry. Oh, yes. You are not going to do what I think you're going to do. Charisma plus empathy, difficulty of your humanity. So how high is your humanity? I don't know. Check your character sheet. I'm trying. My humanity is at seven. Okay, so... So it's div seven. Charisma, empathy. You're rolling three dice. I'm rolling three dice. At diff seven. Yeah, why not? What are you rolling for? I'm oh, trying okay. to help you calm down. Oh, boy. Good luck. If this backfires and you just go ape shit, you might cut my head off. That's fine. So, seeing, knowing how how she thought about me in, from just from the elevator and what she said. And you got stopped at the door. Right, but after I walk past them, I'm just going to wait for you near your car, kind of like... I think they stopped you at the door. No, they did because they. This is me all down. happening kind of at the same time. You're right. not part of this interaction yet. No, no, I'm not. But I'm just after, I'm just saying where I'm going to be. Two successes. Because yes. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna be at your home. Very surprised that that worked. Okay. So for the next hour, any anger that you have is muted. Okay. So. As we're talking, I don't know, you may or may not notice, but... You know, I, I can calm down a little easier. Right, you're just like... You are suddenly not as angry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, as her head starts to clear, she starts to consider things like, okay, what do they have in common? Who could have known about them enough to make them disappear? Did somebody take them, or did they just decide to become anarchs? Like, as much... What do I know about politics on that so are any you of them know... politically kind of on the same page? I mean, if it's an intelligence politics, yes. I can do that. That's six dice. That's okay. Yes, I would roll an intelligence mm-hmm. politics. Intelligence would politics make... for me is also six. I would make this probably diff seven or eight. That's fair. Okay. Because these are primogen. Yeah. You are technically still neonates. <laughs> Even though I've been around for like seven years. Diff seven? Diff. Yeah, yeah diff seven. Three successes. Okay. And Seamus? Uh, I would also be doing the same. I have six dice this time. All right. Do you have a dice roller on your phone? Yeah. Otherwise, I can roll for you. Mm-hmm. Let him roll it because the dice tell a story. That is true. Diff seven, you said yes? Diff seven. Hey. Um, would analytical apply to this? 
For my intelligence specialty, I am analyzing information. This is true. I will accept it. In that case, four successes. All right. So you would both know that, surprisingly, the only one that even slightly leans Anarch is the Tremere. Not the Bruja? Not the Bruja. Okay. The Bruja is loyal to her prince. Okay. I was going to say Bruja are hardcore on whatever they're hardcore on. Okay. Yes. She has served the prince since she was acknowledged in court. Gotcha. Does Callie know where any of their havens are located? Um, you would roughly know where the Ventures Haven is. You would okay. not know where the Bruja is. The Bruja works with the sheriff. They are not a bully boy, but they assist the sheriff, so the only way to contact them would be through the sheriff's office. However, the sheriff is the gangrel primogen, and all the other primogen council members seem to have just fucked off. Yeah. Um, and the Tremere, you would know that they have their chantry on kind of the outskirts of St. Paul, up, you know, in your typical just business building. You know where it is, but you don't have the credentials to gain access. Right. And that's why you've been assigned to Tremere, but your assigned Tremere has not showed up. I will just assume that the Tremere that we've been assigned is going to be approaching uh, their side, considering they tend to keep everything, well, very close to the chest. Yes. Um, Chantry business is Chantry business. Okay. Completely aside from the Tremere. That said, if we were to approach the Ventrues Haven, I may be able to... Yes, Seamus, you would know exactly where this Venture lives. I may be able to glean some information if we were to find... Sleeping area, his desk. Oh, incidentally, you also know where the Bruja lives. Oh. Exactly where the Bruja lives. Alright. So I know where two of the three. You supply him with brass knuckles. Oh, yes. That seems like a good idea then. I think we should go and see what we can see in their havens. Yes. So who first? The venture. Can I see your character sheet? I mean, the Torridor doesn't necessarily in any sort of hurry to be inside a Bruja Haven. <laughs> it's not a bad place. No, but she knows the stereotype of her Bruja. So she's 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 more she's still a little mad, so she's not in any mood to be surrounded by garbage. smelly things and garbage and loud people. Mm-hmm. So that's why she said Ventry first. <laughs> Make me an intelligence and streetwise check, Seamus. Also apply to uh, analytical. Um, yeah, you're 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 looking for patterns, and you're also looking at rumors. <clears throat> so I will allow it. So eight dice. Uh, diff six. Five. Diff six. Okay. Well, because I rolled a couple of ones, uh, one success. You may have heard a rumor of a rumor of a rumor that shovel sales have gone up in the area in the recent nights. Kind of lean into Callie a little bit, still trying to give a little bit of space and go, you uh, you heard anything about the Sabbat lately? Because uh, it sounds like they might be in town, maybe related. Has Kelly? 
She does own the club, so she probably would have heard a lot of things about a lot of things. What am I rolling, specifically? Um... Intelligence and streetwise? No, not for mm-hmm. investigation. Those would be a little different. Yeah. Intelligence investigation. Yeah, roll intelligence investigation. Okay. Diff six. Okay. Oof. That is a botch. That is a botch. You have not heard anything about any spot in recent history. I haven't heard anything about them recently. Hmm. Just because the word on the street is, and, well, as per usual, it's kind of cryptic. If you know what you're listening for, though. Uh, you would have heard this from Shreknet. Oh, yeah. It was just posted on, mes- on a message board. Somebody Shovel sales, up arrow, lol. So, yeah, I basically just relay that and kind of chuckle about it and go, yeah, yeah, they, uh, well... Sources. Uh, shovel sales are up. Well, that connects to this about how? Uh, they call their new embraces shovel heads. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. And how does shovel sales going up have anything to do with shovel heads? They're both shovels. I look at him like he's insane. Archer! Yeah. Roll me. Give me your sheet. Has he joined us yet? Or is he no, I don't no, he's at his, he, I'm he's, waiting okay. at his car. Yeah, he's at the car, but oh, that's okay. close enough for you to hear this. Oh, yeah. So, you are going to roll me. Wits. And. You know what? Subterfuge. To hear what you might have overheard at your sire's haven when you were still alive and tied up. Yikes, when you were a kidnap victim. <laughs> or what you might have picked. What? Three. Bam. Very that well. Six. Yes, I did. Yeah, six. three. So you remember Shade mentioning that. The Sabbat have been hanging around, like, the very outer edges of Minneapolis, so the farthest point from, like, Camarilla territory, and that there have been maybe two or three mass embraces that she may have heard of. Now, whether or not you understand what you heard, you did hear the term Sabbat. It is your choice whether or not you want to interject and... Relay this information to your adoptive sire. Mm. But yeah, shovel heads, shovels. I mean, usually these people are kind of hinting at things. So like, eh, I figure might be a thing. I'm just gonna Before wait until he coming. gets back. Green winter's always coming. Okay. We're in Minnesota. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but snow shovels versus gardening shovels. If it helps, it was a picture of a gardening shovel. It was a flathead shovel. It wasn't a snow shovel. Okay. Um, <coughs> Callie doesn't know what a flathead shovel is. Yeah, it uh, makes sense, too. 
Someone who's never yeah. done a lick of work in their life? No. Before she was embraced, she was an artist. Like, like no. Working. What the fuck? Yeah, no. Peasants do that. And I'm like, I have <coughs> money, and I know what this is. Yeah, well, you were a gangster once, and you probably had to actually use one on several occasions. Uh, before that, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are going to carpool to the venture? Oh, no, I don't we're, think we're not you carpooling. in my car. <laughs> no. shit or snow. And he's not coming in my car yeah. either. Although you have a convertible, so it would be less of a problem, but yeah. No. Don't blame you me. You could put him in the trunk. You need to strap him to the top of the car. To be fair, I have a lovely large trunk, but I'm not putting him in my trunk either. Alright. Well. Looks like your first few nights are going to be interesting, kid. Because, uh... Goosh. We gotta go find some clothes. Which uh, is probably weird for you, now that I'm thinking about it, because you look older than I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I should, I hate being called kid. Also, do I, you have, like, but, a napkin or something you can wear on your face? <laughs> if, if this is gonna work for any longer than, you know, the next hour, you really need to Seamus, like, you will remember that he had a welding mask in his backpack? Yeah, you're, you're gonna need to do something. And my bag here. is because he did grab my cassettes. I grabbed your cassettes. That's it. Oh, so the bag's at his hand. <clears throat> you wouldn't happen to have something as... Like a bandana to cover your face yeah. when you're committing crimes? I yes, go. of course they do. <laughs> well, yes, I would actually open the, the car door, reach in to the, like, you know, the center console type of thing, pull out a, a bandana, <laughs> toss it to you, and say, just trust me, it... I put it on and I adjust it so that it mm-hmm. will stay. Yeah. Like, I know how to put this yeah. shit on. I. But then Seamus will kind of lean in and go, yeah, you're going to get called kid for uh, ever now. Because, uh, how old are you? 30 32. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember 32. And 42. And 52. And 62. You don't remember your 70s for some reason. You get old and you, you do some drugs. It's weird. But, uh, you know, then 80. Uh, you mentioned, I'm sorry, I overheard, but you mentioned Sabat? Yeah, terrorists. They're pretty, pretty shit people. They like to eat babies and such. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was in the sewer, my uh, sire? Is that uh, the correct term? Yeah, so let's get this in the car for you start talking more. Okay. <laughs> uh, that gets weird quick. Uh, I will see you. Do you? Uh, he'll I'm give going you an to address. follow you in your car. Yeah, he'll give you an address in case we get separated. <laughs> I need to go back to the warehouse to get more. Cool. Callie gets in her car and she doesn't <clears throat> say anything. She has no idea how to find an address. She usually has her ghouls drive her around. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it works case scenario. You can always go get them. <laughs> I could, but Callie's in a really <clears throat> bad mood. Well, I don't know. In the '90s, they had the early like. Garmin GPSs. They were bad, but they kind of worked. Eh. <laughs> you know the general area of the city that the Venture resides in, however? Okay. So you just drive around until you found Seamus's car. Fair. It's very distinct. It's a very distinct yeah. car. Yeah. She's just gonna try and follow him. Like, this is one of those cars that even Galley would be like, hmm, nice car. Oh, yeah. The Venture <laughs> would be like, yeah. nice car. Yeah. Um, so, she's just gonna follow you when you drive. She is yep. not particularly interested in yeah, so adding more difficulty to her day. Right. She's just You're not in a hurry, so you don't actually have to make a drive check. Right, so we'll just move <laughs> over to the warehouse real quick. 
picking up something a little more, and not your uh, other. So you basically. don't happen to check your office, do you? Oh, I mean, yeah, I probably would. So. Well, on the way there. Yes. On the way to the Haven, I mentioned that I tell you that well, when I was in the sewer, my sire was talking to the group of us. No, she was talking to the other Nos. Like, yeah, the, the, group, the higher up NOS. Yeah, the group that was down there. But she mentioned uh, something about Sabat being on the edge of Minneapolis. Uh, I don't know anything about what that means. I just, mass, you heard the words like mass grave, mass embrace. Yeah, mass, mass grave, mass embrace. I have no idea what the fuck that means or any of this shit. So you know you're dead, right? I gathered that. Okay. I'm really yeah, fucking yeah. cold. Yeah. Well... So I said, you know, they're baby eaters. They're really terrible. They, they, they. You know the, the you might not you know that monster you got now. Uh, sort of. Okay, yeah, you'll figure that out soon. Um, they like to let it out. They, they're not people anymore usually. Um, so they'll kill like twenty people, and do to them what you know was done to you, and throw them all in a hole. See who comes out. A dead. That really does seem shitty. Yeah, because uh, usually only one or two comes out. It, what happens to the... I don't even want to know what happens to the rest. They're really hungry. It's all a dead body pile. I mean, you probably remember being super hungry when you were first turned, right? That's not that I, you would hear this. Yeah, that first right. night's usually no. really Sorry, rough, so you may not... I don't even remember the first couple of nights. I mean, it, it's a blur... Yeah, you I were remember in the being in the sewer. Everything's uh, the same. Yeah, they yeah, tried yeah. to have me weld in the <laughs> sewer. I, that's why I was covered in shit and just because I, I. You dove in the shit pond to get away from the fire. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember that. It just saw bright light and that was it. So, we're going to get back to the, the warehouse. Take another quick shower because you still kind of stink. I know you can't do much about it right now, but. Uh, Please, and he kind of like looks in the rearview mirror and sees Callie's car and goes, "I I can smell you, and I know that one is just going to lose her." I go. Just uh, do you have yeah. a Don? It was Donish thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a Don dish soap? Uh, so here, let me tell you something. We're not worried about poison. I can give you like actual floor cleaner at this point, friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? As long as it's not acidic. Right. Or very, very basic. Right. Mm-hmm. Might be a little bit. So but you'll be you're okay. talking, you're going to get <clears throat> pine salt. Yeah. I'll clean you up. Yeah. You won't smell terrible. No, I'll smell like pine. I mean, you came in a pine box. Ain't going to be that big a difference. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, I need to find a face cover for you. Because uh, the other one's getting cleaned. Everything you have is getting cleaned. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah, roll up. Kick him out into the showers, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the office to gather a couple of. So things. unlike how you left it, the door is slightly open. There are claw marks on the door. Okay, well that's less balls. Okay. And um, sitting on your desk is a very large, very angry orange cat. Your stuff from your desk is all over the floor, and your chair is shredded and covered in cat hair. Would you make me, please, a self-control check? Diff what? 
drop would be diff eight. Diff seven. Okay. So at this point, uh, Callie has decided to get out of her car and go in in case, you know, some shit goes down. Do you have perchance sense the unseen? What is first? I don't think I. I think that's. I think that's the third. The third level. No, I don't have that. <coughs> How unfortunate for you. Oh boy. Make me a dex check. Yikes. Dex athletics. Yeah. Dex. seven. Athletics. Holy shit. Okay. Add your celerity though. Ooh yes. Yes. Add your celerity to. <coughs> Damn, that gator's not gonna live most very long. I got no, one. No. No. If it bites me, it's not. You barely <coughs> hold yourself together. Diff what? Seven, so one success. Ooh. You trip over something that you cannot see. And you notice... If I have heightened senses on right now with the... No? No. I can't even smell it? It's an alligator. I should be able to smell it. The the entire room you're in smells like sewer. That's fair. So actually, you should have taken a penalty to your dice pool. Oof. I feel like the fact that it being diff seven is probably the penalty at this point. Fair enough. That's pretty hard for an alligator. You... You trip over this alligator and almost fall. She turns around. Now that she knows something is there, can Oh, no, she it, find it's, it? no, it's visible now because you interacted with it. Okay. It hisses at you and scuttles off into the shadows, disappearing again. Yeah, her raven goes after it. Like, it's if gone. You like a raven Harry something. It's gone. Yeah, well. You hear hissing and cawing outside the shower. I quickly just get out, grab a row or the towel, sort of throw it on, and I just oh, blurred out the door like. Wonderful! I have a butt naked mouse wrapped around. Right right that's that's what I needed. I have the towel yeah, sort so of on. Where are you standing, Seamus? Is there any way I can haunting myself to like make that happen? That's what I want to do to somebody. Wait a minute! I want did you have to frenzy? I almost did. Okay. All right. So as as you gain yeah. regain your composure, you hear the slapping of feet, the calling of a raven, and the hissing of a gator. Callie, oh, seeing boy, a fucking butt naked Nosferatu. Butt na- I have a towel around me. Okay, but you didn't get to be in the shower very long. She could probably still smell you. Oh, yeah. she oh. can smell you. You can see scars covering his body, and these scars are from when he was a mortal. Gotcha, cool. And they're so all over. She has made the executive decision that she's going to have to take care of this smell problem, so she walks up to you and sprays you with the most obnoxious smelling perfume that she has in her bag. Just Perfect. something, uh, because... So yeah, what are she you is, going to She's do? just done with this. She is like, this... He I'm needs to stop smelling so bad. <laughs> I ain't got to scruff this cat. All right. Dex and Oh no! Yeah. All right, so I, got, I got three dice. You're gonna dex brawl his cat yeah, in an attempt to grab. Diff six, seven. So are you attempting to hurt the animal or Negative. not? This is diff well, eight. Ooh, maybe I am. This is diff eight if you're trying not to hurt the animal. What is it if he is trying to hurt the animal? What if I'm not trying to hurt the animal a lot, but maybe a little bit? Like I don't really care. Oh, okay. Diff seven. Diff seven. Okay. Ooh. And I'm going over to my gator and. Bef- I got a. To be fair, if you get close to the game, the bird is still so going zero. I got zero success. It's not a botch. Yes, I know, but like. So you are going to successfully scruff the cat. However, 
I'm gonna take some. You are going to take. I'm gonna need you to roll soak on two superficial damage. That's so a strong ass cat. It's Holy a ghoul. Shit. Every ghoul okay. has potent one. Okay, so that's my stamina. Yep, roll your stamina and fortitude. Well, you know. It's about right for a Mercadian. So I'm going to call my gator to me. Your gator's just going to scuttle right up to you. Yeah. Um, but as it scuttles, okay, it is so being carried by the raven. Roll, right? The raven wants... Yep. So yeah, I the raven is the just, one. And I just kind of... Well, it's getting your arm now because it's really mad at the gator. I... <clears throat> now you hear a squalling, screaming <laughs> from Seamus' office. And I'm going to come out with the cat literally at, like, held up above my head with the scruff, and I'm going to walk over to one of the, uh, the oh units, because this is, like, a self-storage on this floor, kind of, like, it's, it's all set up like self-storage, but nobody can get down here but me, and now you guys, um, and I just open the door, and I, I look at you and go, animals inside, and then, uh, I go, inside, and I just toss the cat, slam the door, Locked that you, motherfucker um, with a padlock. And you then did I... get catch the end of the gator's tail. Oof. Eh. Um, it is not a happy gator. I recalled the raven before all of this. Yeah. He so slams the door. I, I slammed the door, put a padlock on it, click, hand you the key. Keep Jeez, him in there. Jesus, I didn't know you were running a zoo. Yeah, neither did I until this night. Oof. I go back to the We'll show. get food for him later. It's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> Are you getting paid? I run a business, thank you. Oh, I thought I was just your slave, bitch. Okay, this works. Thank hmm. you. You know, I kind of look at Seamus like that hadn't occurred to me. What are you telling him, Seamus? But like that's how Seamus's sire treated him. Yeah, everything's business. You got paid. Yeah, everything's business. Well, I was just told I was <laughs> in his care. Like I, mean, I was he's being extremely taken. unfortunately ugly, but unfortunately. But then I was like, so okay, he called older. me bitch, yes. and I was like, okay, so am I his bitch? I'm, I'm just... Yeah, you're his bitch. So, you don't, like, that doesn't a... mean you don't pay your bitches. Consider this indentured servitude. Yeah, per, yeah, I was like, yeah. So I go. If I happen to kick you off of, a, you know, a bridge and you die, well, yeah, you were still property because you know indentured servitude. And. uh... Since you signed the paperwork, Shade can't say shit. Yes. To be fair, Callie just looks at him and she's like, you haven't been acknowledged by the court yet, so as far as legality goes, you're not a vampire. If someone were to kill you, there's no ramifications. Although they would owe me now. Fair. They would have to take it up with Seamus, but as far as the court is concerned and the prince, uh, no right of destruction is needed for you. Consider because you belong to me right now, you have, uh, what... Oh, what is the new thing that they do in, with the humans? Uh, life insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life insurance. <laughs> the new thing. <clears throat> she kind of um, looks at him. Like, you can tell she's, like, sizing up how old he is. Like, but not, like, oh, respect because you're old. Just like, oh, my God, he's old. Yes. Uh, yeah, basically, you've got a life insurance policy that I can cash in if you get wrecked. Like a car, you know? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> I, I take the key and I'm holding the towel. It's barely yeah. staying on it. I go back. Yeah, you notice shower. like all <clears throat> kinds of crazy scars all over his body. Like burn marks, and cuts. As you're walking away. You hungry, boy? Uh. I guess. I 
don't, I don't feel hungry, but I haven't eaten actual anything in, like, days. I, I, it's weird a feeling. You yeah. are curious if you can eat actual anything. And I go back into the shower, and I... <laughs> Before, like, as you get back there, I go, hold up a second. I pull a thing of beef jerky out of my pocket, and I hand it to you, and I go, I'm kind of curious. She hold the key in the other hand. Kelly just kind of like steps back because she has an inkling of what's about to happen, and she would like to remain curious. What is just eat? Uh, Thank you. And I turn. I go to turn away and just eat it as I go back. It tastes like ash. Like I get two bites. Like I bit two. Go. And I just, yeah. I, like, I <laughs> barely make it to like a trash can or the box. So. Yeah. 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 Like I just aim for the. Was, is there a trash can near me? Oh, I assume sure there probably. are. Probably. Yeah, big industrial ones. Because yeah. basically the room that you got brought into was like my staging area type of situation. Shipping and receiving. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I just. Oh no! What the fuck? So you're dead. You can't eat. Good to know. And I look over at Callie and take a bite of the, the beef jerky myself and go, yeah, he can't eat either. <laughs> I look back at you doing that. I go, so you knew. How the fuck can you eat then? Malkavians are an interesting Excuse me. type of kindred. But each kindred is unique in their own way. There we go. So... Some of us. So friendship uh, is magic. Good to know. No. I throw the beef stick <laughs> in the trash, and I just I'm just gonna go shower. No. no. <sighs> she. He pulls a Jane. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> right. She <laughs> looks at Jameis and she says, "Didn't happen to have any, you know, rice or beads around here anywhere, would you?" I'm sure. I'm kind of shuffle through some boxes. And I'm sure, he's got some like. Imported glass beads. Yeah. Something. Okay, she takes the bag from him. And she asks if he has garlic somewhere. Uh, goes to probably my fridge. <laughs> Opens it up. You have pickled garlic. Oh, even... Mm. Yeah, okay. She grabs that, and then she takes off one of her earrings. And then she just sits and waits for him to come out. And when back. you do that, Seamus kind of leans back a minute. Mm-hmm. You knew this, though. Because you had asked for a silver weapon. He's the one that supplied you your knife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But every time. With when the I, earrings that fit into that. When I yes. purposely handed it to you. He was wearing gloves. the only gloves. time that you've ever seen Seamus wearing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Very she knows this. Leather gloves. She's smart enough to know that it's better to know your own weaknesses ahead of time than it is to find them out on the job. Mm-hmm. So she waits for him to come out of the shower. I come out. I. I smell a little better. You probably smell like pine salt now. Yes. Okay, she dumps the bag of beads on the ground. I look at him, I go... Okay. What? You... Nope, casting. She takes a piece of garlic out of the bottle, and she throws it, and it hits you in the forehead. So now you smell like pine salt and a little bit of garlic (laughs) And I... It hits me, and I... I kind (laughs) of catch it after it hits me, and I go... I'm... I'm not eating... And Seamus just reaches for it. And then, moving quickly with, like, her celerity, she just kind of, like, pricks you, just barely on the side of the cheek with the silver. Okay, you're good. If you've got that cut, Seamus would go, just think about it close. Fuck, another one? Eh, No, no, no. It's it's like a a, a barely skin scratch. Think about it closing. Think about pushing all of the blood in your body to that cut. 
I sort of do it, but it's like not closing all the way. Yeah, it's okay. a little fucked up. And I go, eh. Okay. It's a very small cut. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's not fine. like it. It's well, not no, like it's no, gonna make your appearance any worse. You saw most of the scars I had. I know. That, that was from when you were breathing. Yeah. There's a reason you wore long sleeves and pants. <clears throat> well, I was a welder. Other than welding. <laughs> yeah. But now you've got a nice set of clothing. Because you're you and Shanks are about the same size. <laughs> I, I'm about you're five ten, two hundred ten. Oh God, yeah. So you're like fifty percent heavier than Seamus at the same height. But Yikes. Yeah. It's all muscle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was okay. Because yeah, you said wiry. Yeah. He's just the muscular version of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the shirts are a little tight in They're the shoulders. They're a little tight. If I go like this, it will fall. Yeah, you could shred the shit out of them. And, and Seamus will tell you, too. He'll go, yeah, you might not want to stretch too much. Uh, that's I mostly keep the jackets unbuttoned because yeah. it's too tight. The shirts, I kind of... Yeah. I have them buttoned, but I look like the rock in them. But those, so, those are yours. If you, if you fuck them up, you fuck them up. And we got somebody can repair them. But, uh, okay, this just kind of walks up to you. This is way like, nicer than anything I've ever owned. So, thank you. Yeah. Callie just kind of looks up to you and she's like, So, all of those things that I did, I was kind of trying to see where you're at. Um, so, you've probably watched some movies about vampires. Yeah, like Dracula. Okay. Uh, Van Hensing. Yeah, so... Some of it is completely made up, and some of it is valid, but um, stakes uh, work on almost every vampire. Um, stake to the heart. Oh, uh, you were asleep when I got you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I, 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 yeah. I, I, I remember like that. Okay. But some of us are allergic to silver. She looks at Seamus very pointedly. Kind of looks around, pulls out his pocket watch, checks it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is one in the morning. Okay, we gotta get a move on. Yeah, she says some of us have to count. So, seeds, grains, whatever it is that's poured out in front of us, we have to stop and count it. Should the sun come up, that's unfortunate at that point. Yeah, you will stay there. Yeah, but um, looks like you don't give a damn, and then and also garlic doesn't seem to affect you at all, so we're good. I always kind of thought that garlic one was bullshit in the movies, but I didn't. There's a couple who don't tolerate garlic. So it's not complete bullshit? Some of it's all bullshit, well, some of fair, it's not bullshit, we don't and eat, those are the same things. So it's not uh, usually an issue. Okay, what about someone holding a divine cross? Oh, only if they really believe it. Only if they really believe it. Honestly, if they believe in, you know, Big Bird from that, uh, that, that, that... Sesame Street? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, if they believe that and they, they, they say his name a bunch, and yeah, that sucks too. You'll, you'll, you'll take off going the other way, yeah. That, what? True yeah. believers are not good for vampires. It doesn't matter what they believe in, so long as they believe it hard enough. There are a couple around town, they're real, real low end. Uh, just kind of an annoyance, but uh, yeah, keep an eye out, because... Uh, At this point, there is another knock on your door. <sighs> Fuck me, who is... <laughs> yeah, alright. You guys hang out here, I'll be right back. I go up to the door and, uh, you know, because I'm not expecting another fucking visitor tonight. Gun in left hand, door opens with right hand. There is a very plain looking younger man standing out there in just black clothing. Plain looking? Very plain looking. What can I do for you? He um, <coughs> just holds out a box. And another says, box? 
Oh, it is a, it's a box. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's bulky. Okay. It's just a box. Uh, <clears throat> the kid left some stuff behind uh, down in the basement. Figured you might want it, since he's your problem now. Oh, <laughs> that's why I didn't recognize you. Just holsters the gun, opens the door. Yeah, just take it in there. Over. Although... Callie's here. Just leave it at the door. No, I got this. He, the minute you say Callie's name, he just kind of Drops. shoves the box at you yeah. and leaves. <laughs> Seamus will take it, kick the door shut. And he ducks around the side of a lamppost and is gone. Gone, yeah. Nice. I know the trick. Actually. <laughs> so, I would, uh, yeah, take the box back and, uh, walk back in and go, hey, kid, uh, Kind of toss the box over to you. Apparently this is the rest of your stuff. It's a very boxy desktop computer that you recognize as the one that Shade gave you. Oh, yeah. It's already got all the ports for ShrekNet and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, they were setting up uh, internet or something like that down there. Uh, I got told uh, this was my setup. We'll get you plugged in later, but for right now. Right, right. uh, I figure finding those uh, people would be more... Uh, important than this. Yeah, let's just say we do this right. Uh, and uh, also, there's the parking tag from the bar from a week ago. I go. I look and I go. Uh, that's almost a week old already. Fuck. Ah. <clears throat> uh, Seamus would kind of like reach over, like you know I the bar. To, I give it to you. It's the bar. Pretty much. It's a bar right next to the where the brew hall would be, but I don't exactly yeah, know that. It's, I just it's know the a brew hall bar. I chuckle and go. <laughs> You, uh, you go here a lot? Uh, almost every night. It has written in very sloppy <laughs> marker on it, VIP. <laughs> My boy, uh, you've been giving me money, you didn't even know it. <laughs> so, uh, you've been paying me, now it's my turn to pay you, alright. Yeah. Uh, um, the ticket is, is it? handwritten in, in, like, bad marker. Yeah. And it states, that shitty goddamn pedo van. <laughs> What? <laughs> you have a vehicle, huh? It, it's my work vehicle that I I scrounged together from Green Bay. It's been my home. It's been my work vehicle. It is a it's a gnarly thing, but the engine runs great. Okay, Callie starts to pace at this point, and yeah, then she interjects go. like, "Yeah, I don't I don't think this is the time." No, we'll get your Jill van later. He's got a and, light. <laughs> it's a white work van. Those panel vans you see that, you know, the creepers like to... Yeah. Three kittens. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to question myself again. Okay. It's a work van. It's, well, so you stole it, though. Yeah, it, it's it's very clearly... It's, you would just pick up on the cinematically. It's written in a female hand. Gotcha. It's, it, it was written by the horror that you like to hang out with. Yeah. To be fair, panel van doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you and her have shared some this good. Whole everything I need. No, 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 no. Care. You and her have shared some good times in the back of that van. Oh my god. <laughs> there is a fold-down mattress out there, so yeah. And, and Seamus is gonna kind of, as he folds it in his hand, and go, "Please tell me at least whoever wrote this is it old enough?" Yes. Okay. She might she's actually be older than you by a bit. <clears throat> no, she's not. She's only like 26, but you know. Pockets the shit and goes, let's go. She says she's 26. Hey, that's she the only word I need. 
<laughs> Kelly just goes and gets her in car. Yeah. Like, she's not dealing with yeah. us anymore. Onwards to the... Ventryland. Ventryland. And I would have found maybe not like a like a mask mask that you have, like a, you know, the, the welder's mask, but like something to, you know, like the, the neck gator type of situation. To yeah. But you're, you live in Minnesota. Yeah, There's exactly. enough ski gear exactly. around. Exactly. So. Yeah, and if anyone asks, I just go, burn victim, don't want to show it. And everyone's Well, and the scars them. that sit up here on your face that are starting to appear, kind of... Would look like that, so no one's going to question your shit too much. Nope. So, Except the cops. Yeah, right? So we hop in the car. We uh, need to go to the... 